What's up, everybody? Welcome to Will We Get Through This First Segment of the Podcast Without a Med Stopping Us, Episode 54. <laughs> Take it two. It literally happened one time. Relax. Take two. Recorded and released today, Friday, July 26th, 2019. Last episode of July. We're really blown through summer. We really are. It was like May 31st yesterday. It really was. Weird how time happens. Anyways, summer always flies by, and then the winter, it's like, oh, another snowstorm? What is it, December 1st? And it's like, oh, look, another whatever they call them. What do they even call them? The Blizzard? Nor'easter? No, 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 no. The Arctic or whatever the hell it's called. Hold on. Oh, like the polar... Polar, polar vortex. Or, yeah, polar vortex. The polar vortex. They're like, oh, it's a polar vortex. <laughs> what day is it? December 2nd? Okay. I'm yeah. fine with this. So. Winter's literally like 10 months, and then summer's like, here's... One day of nice weather, the rest of it, it's too hot to go outside, and then it's over. And you're like, okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, Love and then this. you're like, oh, it's time to go in the pool. Oh, what? It's October 2nd? Okay. <laughs> Literally, though. Oh, man. Anyways, I'm Ahmed. Oh, hey, nice to meet you, Ahmed. I'm Paul. Nice to meet you, Paul. That's good. Really good. Glad that we're glad that we're finally introducing ourselves to each other. Did you get a haircut? I did. I hate it. I see it. It's too short Oh, my God, that's right. So, Ahmed, for those of you that cannot see, which is everyone except me... <laughs> Ahmed tweeted the other day, and he's like, I was saying how great my barber is, and then all of a sudden, he cut my hair too short, and now I look like an egg. I can vouch. It is, in fact, true. Ahmed does look like an egg. Thank you for validating me. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, it's not the It's best. okay. No, it's really, it's really not that bad. It looks good. Well, like it. see, it's not that bad, and then, for reasons that I can't say right now, but will be announced soon, um, it's going to be immortalized. And I hate it. I'm very mad about it. Whatever. Well, I'll catch you up on this later. Did you get your driver's license picture taken? No. No. But it's worse. Yeah, I'll let you know. I can't. I literally can't say anything. I'm under NDA until uh, August 10th. On August 10th, then you will realize. August 10th, the next live stream on YouTube.com slash WhatTheFunCast. Egghead Man Returns. Oh That's no, me. Sarah, why? Uh, you'll see. It's fine. Anyways, what have you been doing? How's your life been? My life has been fantastic. What have you been up to? I always start. It's your turn. I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, finally. Not finally, but I guess finally. I don't know. It's been out for a while. Um, I downloaded it and played it a bit yesterday, and it's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's like a, I don't know, like beat em up, whatever. I never played the first two, so I'm assuming you know exactly what it's like. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and you can kind of, like, switch between characters on the fly, and they all have, like, their special abilities and little, like, ultimate things. They can team up and combine their abilities, and it's actually just, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. It's very satisfying. Um, so we'll be playing more of that this weekend. We'll be playing it on the plane tomorrow. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow to go to Six Flags because that's what I do. I ride roller coasters. Um, mm -hmm. What's in Chicago? Yeah. Six Flags Chicago? I don't know. Six Flags Great America. Oh, yeah. Why do I feel like there's like three Six Flags names and they all get recycled? That's like there's Six Flags. I, I don't know. Great I America, just... Great Adventure, Just Plain America, and there's also uh, yeah, I think those are the ones that wait, are like very similar. Wait, Haunt. There's Six Flags America. Yeah, that one's in like DC. Oh, anyways. Oh, okay. Which ha -ha. Makes sense. And Great America's North of Chicago, Great Adventures in New Jersey. Uh, there's no other adventures. I don't think. Those are the only two Americas. So, yeah, it's just those that are very confusing. Every day, a new adventure. There's over Georgia and over Texas. Oh, and we've been also to over Fiesta, Te Texas. Oh, yeah, no, we went to Fiesta, Texas. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then Magic Mountain is kind of an outlier, I guess. Well, that's good. Anyways, but yeah. you know what's more important? I don't know. Everything we're going to talk about today. But what else? <laughs> we didn't play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I bought the game. I'll play it one day. We were supposed to all play it together, and then you bailed on me. So I didn't bail. You said, I don't know, maybe I'll play this in two years. And I said, I'm not waiting for you. Bye. Wow. I'll probably play it tonight or tomorrow or Sunday. <laughs> Just and then I travel I travel for work not a week from Monday. Yeah, a week oh, from Monday. You're going to Florida, right? Yeah, going to Tampa. Very so, exciting. AKA, I'm going to be playing on the plane. But I have been playing Super Mario Maker 2. I'm like hooked on Super Mario Maker 2. So the story mode... Like, is there... Sorry, excuse me. Is the story mode like pre-built levels basically yeah they're like nintendo curated levels so it's so what's the difference between that and just like super mario 
Brothers U Deluxe or whatever. I guess because these are like it's ridiculous levels. things. Like you can get like you know those little blue shells that you like jump on and you can like pick up or whatever. Like the like the guys that are underground. I forget what they're called. They're like little armadillos. Yes, I know what we're talking about. Yeah, you can like wear that on your head, and then it deflects like anything that hits you on the head. It's like there's these different mechanics that you can use to make levels. There's like giant Goombas, and it's it's really cool. Do you have Super Mario Maker too? No, I never even oh, played the first one. You should get I mean, it. You should like get it with the voucher the program. One. Get oh. it with the voucher program. You I'm have the vouchers. My voucher for what? For Link's Awakening and Luigi Mansion Three. How many vouchers did you buy? I only bought two so far, but I'm probably going to buy two more. So whatever. How did you buy more Ultimate Alliance? With a voucher. So I only have one left, and then I'm going to have I'm going to buy two more. Okay. So yes, Perfect. I know I have you a have one. For That's it. Too. You've been exposed. But they no, they last for a full year. What if what if something else comes out that I really want? You should just buy just, next July. Just uh, buy. You can have, have, you have up of, to ten vouchers. Have you heard of Animal Crossing? I have. So oh, we need to get that digitally. That's right. Exactly. Mm, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's gonna be a party. Lauren's gonna get Animal Crossing. I'm gonna get Animal Crossing. You're gonna get Animal Ooh. Crossing. And we're all gonna live in each other's islands. We're all gonna, gonna have so little island parties and have sleepovers. <laughs> we're gonna have luau's. It's gonna be so good. We're gonna have luau's. We're gonna catch <laughs> oh fish together. We're gonna uh, be I'm pitching so tents together. I love Animal Crossing. Anyways, it's we could be doing these things in real life. I know, right? <laughs> when you why say bother? it out, when you say it out loud, it just sounds ridiculous. It does. It What'd does. <laughs> Lauren smiling over here, all excited. She's like finding shells on the beach together. <laughs> I love those, sh- like you the can, sand dollars or you whatever. You can get shells on the beach. You absolutely can get shells on the beach. She Lauren's knows all, all about Animal Crossing. Lauren's she all knowledge about Animal Crossing. Look, her special guest, Lauren, speaking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, Anyways, yes. Yeah, so I'm saving well, a voucher for Luigi's Mansion Three, Link's Awakening, and Animal Crossing. So. Okay, buy one more set. Get Mario Maker. Oh my god, consider this. What if I get Mario Maker when it goes on sale one day in like two it's, years? Exactly. <laughs> then I'll then I'll I don't know. Whatever. He's it's, a hada hada hada. Like I don't need any more like not like it's not like time waster, but I don't need any more of those like uh what's it called? Like time sinks. Mm-hmm. I feel how like you, Super Mario Maker say, is like a time uh, sink. How you say good game? I, I don't need Shut more. Up. I already I too I have too many games that are like endlessly playable like that, and I don't need another one. What are the two games? I said I didn't say two games. They have too many other games. Oh, too many other games, including but not limited to Overwatch. So okay. Anyways, moving on. Anyways, so I've been playing Marvel or not Marvel. <laughs> I've been playing Super Mario Maker two. We saw Crawl. We did see Crawl. We had to drive through a flood, much like the one in the movie. Ah, to see Crawl. good call. It didn't even hit me until right. now. That was fun, but it was a uh, it was a fun little movie. It wasn't too crazy. CGI know. was so bad. It was uh, it was <laughs> kind of a little bad in parts. It was good. It was a thriller. It was a little nerve wracking at times because it's you know one of those movies where it's like a med's trapped in a closet for an hour and a half. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Except it was a little worse than that. They're only trapped in like a flooded basement, with, like sixteen alligators, and you're like, well, I see no way out of this. You might as well just die. I don't know. <laughs> I would have and given then up. I don't want to spoil the movie, so you know, go see the movie, and then yeah, it was we, have, we have a three-minute spoiler cast and spoil the whole thing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I don't think it's deserving of a spoiler cast. No, it's but definitely not. I'm gonna make you watch it one of these days, and we can do a spoiler cast about that. It's so we can, it's or we can spoiler on, cast it chapter two. It's on my list. I own it. Come over. So do I. Oh my god! <laughs> make Lauren close her eyes. Then, Lauren, go to your room. Ooh, <laughs> have to watch it. Ooh. Uh, all right, let's jump into the hot top, starting with all of the entertainment news that we have for <laughs> stop. What? Sitting there rubbing your hands together. All right, let's jump right into it. We were losing our minds when Sunday night, Sunday Saturday night, night. Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday totally night was lost the big, our minds. Big Marvel panel at San Diego Comic Con. So this is ancient history by now. But in case you live under a rock, we're gonna recap it because we're super hyped to recap it. Oh my god, we we were oh my god, I was losing my mind. So anyway, Truly. yeah, these uh, oh all right. So Kevin Feige took the stage as he usually does and as revealed does. all of Phase Four and the entire lineup. So let's run through the entire lineup and then we can go segment by segment here and talk about each one. So uh, Phase Four starts with Black Widow, which comes out May first, twenty twenty, and in then theaters. Con- in theaters, yes, and then continues with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming to Disney Plus fall twenty twenty. Uh, followed by the Eternals coming to theaters on November 6, 2020. 
followed by Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which comes to theaters on February 12th, 2021. WandaVision releasing spring 2021 on Disney+. Plus. Loki releasing spring 2021, 2021 as well on Disney+. Plus. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness releasing May 7th, 2021 in theaters. What If, which is an animated series, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an animated series coming to Disney Plus summer 2021. Hawkeye coming to Disney Plus fall 2021. Heaven Don't Got a Name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then rounding out phase four, we're back right in the action to where we left off after Endgame with Thor Love and Thunder November 5th, 2021, only in theaters. So before we get to all that hype, let's go back to the very beginning. Let's talk about Black Widow. So Black Widow, yes. Ahmed, take us away. So uh, Black Widow, courtesy, this is kind of courtesy of our friends at Inverse. Um, Black Widow is starring David Harbour of Stranger Things fame, confirmed to play the Red Guardian. And I actually kind of looked into this because I was like, who is the Red Guardian? Um, the Red Guardian is kind of, uh, or was in the comics, uh, Soviet Russia's response to Captain America. Um, so think of him as kind of like a Captain Russia figure. Um, so he automatically kind of has like a, I don't know if he's going to be the villain of the movie, but he has like a um, a rivalry with Captain America, so to speak. Uh, Rachel Weiss, from, uh, famous for The Favorite and other movies, um, will play Melina. I don't know who that is. Um, Florence Pugh, who was just in Midsummer, is playing Yelena Belova. And Oti Fagbenel? I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't <laughs> F-A-G-B-E-N-L-E. They, they're in The uh, Handmaid's Tale. I have no idea what... <laughs> how to pronounce that um but they will play mason in the film i don't know who any of these other characters are i'm assuming that they are pulled directly from um marvel or from black widow's uh comic book origins um but we'll see i wasn't really excited for this movie until david harvard was announced and now i'm like ooh, okay i'm in i'm down let's see what's happening so that's that that's the the scoop on black widow i guess yeah i mean it looks interesting i, I don't know i mean i'll go see it but Oh yeah. Much like you, I wasn't really excited about it. I don't know. Da- adding David Harbour to the cinematic universe is pretty cool. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll get to it later, but there's rumors that Millie Bobby Brown may also join the universe. What? So I didn't hear that. Well, you're about to. Uh-oh. So, first, <laughs> um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't think there's anything much to discuss about this. Obviously, we have uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan reprising their roles as Falcon. Um, well, Captain America now. And the Winter Soldier, respectively. Um, the logo looks really cool. It has a Captain America shield in it. So we'll be able to see how, how Falcon um, you know, takes the shield into his kind of arsenal of weapons and whatnot and what kind of adventures they go on. Um, I don't think they talked much else about this besides just kind of the logo. And I don't know. I feel like it kind of explains itself based I know, on the title. I know the detail you want to say. It shows Captain America's shield and explains how falcon takes the shield back to his nest his nest i never wanted to say that but you know you're not wrong <laughs> now that i think about it I should i'll see myself out goodbye anyways so this next one actually i kind of want to delve a little deeper into because i feel like this is kind of a very big universe um so the eternals november 6 2020 as we said starring angelina jolie as thena richard madden uh as icarus richard madden we know from game of thrones and also he was in rocket man um, Lauren Ridloff as Makari. Lauren Ridloff is a deaf actress who is in The Walking Dead. Um, Leah McHugh as Sprite. Don Lee as Gilgamesh. Brian Wait, Tyree, Han, did you say Henry. a deaf actress? Yeah. What is what is a deaf actress? Deaf, deaf. Oh, deaf. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what? You said you a, de- a deaf actress in The Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't realize there was such thing as a deaf a- actress. She loves death, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine, imagine someone that's hate. like a stunt double for like someone dying. Oh my god. Get it together. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Tom keep going. Lee as Gilgamesh, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos, uh Kumail Nanjani as Kingo, Salma Hayek as Ajak, and the rumor is Millie Bobby Brown as Cersei, which is a big character, I guess, in the universe. So I'm gonna kinda delve into this because I didn't know who the Eternals were, because I am a fake fan that doesn't read comics, and neither do you. So I'm sure that this will be new information for both of us. I'm literally um, reading, like, I'm Googling pictures of these uh, of these people. So, <laughs> I mean, you definitely know these actors. Come on, I do. I just um, don't. I don't know what they look like. So I'm looking. So this uh, this summary comes as or comes from newsarama.com, which 
seems like an unreliable source, but they seem to have their they seem to know what they're talking about. Um, so they kind of do a breakdown of what each of these characters is. So I'll kind of go into that a little bit. Um, so the first character, Angelina Jolie, is playing by uh, playing Thena, and Thena in the comics is the daughter of Zorus, which is the elder leader of the Eternals. Uh, she was born in ancient Greece and named Thena after Athena. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, she's a consummate war poet, warrior poet, and took over as the ruler of the Eternals following Zora's death. So I guess she's kind of be playing the leader, which makes sense for Angelina Jolie to take kind of the main lead role. Um, and yeah, Athena is also one of the Eternals' greatest enemies. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, or at least she's been a pawn for their foe, Crow, leader of the Deviants, who was once brainwashed in her into allying with him against Icarus. This is interesting. Okay, so I guess she'll be playing the main villain. Um, which kind of makes sense, given her past experience as Maleficent. I think this would be a good fit. She plays that role well. You literally go, um, yeah, so Athena, yeah, it makes sense that she's going to be the main person. They said that she was the and then daughter. You're like, <laughs> then you go, oh, the villain? Oh, that makes sense. Listen, okay, so I, I'd skip this part in my, like, trying to not read this word for word. So, Thena is a consummate warrior poet and took over as ruler of the Eternals following Zora's death, which is her father. And then when the Eternal, another Eternal named Sprite, made all other Eternals believe themselves to be mortal, Thena became an employee of Stark Enterprises. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I have another article up from Gizmodo that actually shows a, a picture of Thena punching the Hulk on one of the covers of the Eternals. So I guess Icarus is the actual leader? I won't even assume because I don't know what any of this is. Um, likely the most recognizable of the Eternals, Icarus, played by Richard Madden, is also the most superhero, super heroic of the bunch, named after the mythical Icarus, I-C-A-R-U-S. Uh, this Icarus is spelled I-K-A-R-I-S. Um, apparently the mythical Icarus is actually this comic book, Icarus's son. Um, Icarus is one of the Eternals' greatest warriors. He has even d defeated Apocalypse, um, he also awakened the ancient sleeping Eternal Ajax. Uh, Icarus often butts head with Thena over the leadership of the Eternals. Icarus even challenges and defeats Thena in combat for the role of Prime Eternal. Um, blah, 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 blah. Icarus's role in the Eternals film is likely similar to the one he occupies in the comic books. Uh, he's just, uh, and played by Richard Madden, he's just about the most direct page-to-screen casting of the bunch. Um... And then we have Makari, who is the fastest of the Eternals. This is the one that's being played by the deaf actress, not deaf actress. Um, apparently loves interacting with humanity. Um, and in, in ancient Greece, appeared as the god Mercury. Um, let's see. Sprite is mysterious. Described as Kevin Feige as one of the oldest beings in the Marvel Universe. Played by the youngest member of the Eternals cast. Um, Leah McHugh, who plays Sprite, is literally like 12 years old. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how that works. Um, let's see. Gilgamesh is also known as the Forgotten One. Uh, this is played by Don Lee. The legendary warrior Gilgamesh has a reputation as one of Marvel Comics' most uh, least popular and often silliest heroes. But his role as an Eternal is quite different than his nobody's favorites status lets on. He's basically their Thor. Um, so that's interesting. Fastos is played by Brian Tyree Henry. Um, he's one of the few leading members of the group not created by Jack Kirby, but he's one of the core characters in the modern stories, filling the role of the Eternals' inventor, builder, and weapon maker. Uh, his name is even connected to the Greek god of the forge, Hephaestus. Uh, Kingo, um, is played by Kumiel and Johnny. Um, like Fastos, Kingan is a lesser-developed Eternal, or Kingo, sorry, is a lesser-developed Eternal with historical ties to ancient Japan. Kingo is depicted in his few comic book appearances as a samurai and a swordsman, which is interesting because Kamil Ninjani is Indian, not Japanese, but sure, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm assuming that he'll probably be kind of redeveloped for the films since he's not, he's kind of underdeveloped in the comic books. Um, let's see, Ajak, played by Salma Hayek, is the greatest warrior in Eternals history, slumbering in the heart of their cosmic city of the Space Gods until he's a until he it's I guess it's a guy in the comics. So he's awakened by Icarus to once again uh, take on the Eternals ancient foes, the Deviants. Uh, and then Cersei, who doesn't have a casting but is rumored to be played by Millie Bobby Brown, um, is probably the most well known Eternal. 
Um, apparently she was also part of the Avengers and she's even got a rep amongst those who don't know her history. Um, let's see. Yeah, just was part of the Avengers and is super strong, blah, 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 blah. So very interesting. I don't know. I feel like this is all sounds like complete nonsense to you and also to me as I'm reading it. I'm like, hmm, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I don't know what any of this means. That's but, literally what's going through my head. <laughs> but it's kind of like, I mean, to be totally fair, I didn't know anything about the Avengers prior to seeing the movies. And, like, you see it and suddenly everything makes sense and you have, like, these faces and these characters to kind of see. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was also, like, a very lesser known comic book. Like, that wasn't a very popular Marvel comic book. But now that we have these characters, it's hard to imagine a world without them. So I'm sure that these characters will become just as iconic and recognizable um, when they when they come out. But they all have weird names. So we'll yeah, see. they really do have weird names. But then again, Drax isn't the most normal name either. So you're not wrong. Rocket Raccoon's pretty normal. I don't know. Rolls off the yeah. tongue. Yeah. So is Gro- <laughs> Grout. <Yeah>. Grout. <laughs> Anyways. So that's the that's your that's your Eternals coverage. Uh, the rest of the things are kind of, I don't know. I think nothing is as complicated as that. Um, if you want to take over the next one, sure. So uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I guess um, Simu Lu. So it was uh, yeah, it was confirmed so. prior. Well, it was confirmed at the conference, but it was very it was long rumored. I'm pretty sure that he would play Shang Chi. Um, as reported by Slash Film, Lee told San Diego Comic-Con 2019 crowd that he had auditioned the Sunday before Comic-Con uh, and was cast two days later on that Tuesday and was flown out to San Diego for a special announcement. Just kidding. I'm mixing up someone else. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, Sorry. someone... It, there was something online. He like he tweeted at Marvel or something. Was Oh, like, no. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah. yeah. So as far back as July 2014, this is from, uh, courtesy of HuffPost. They've kind of curated all these tweets. But July 2014, he said... Hey, at Marvel, great job with Captain America and Thor. Now, how about an Asian American hero? And then um, he, he like posted a shirtless picture, and he's like, "People ask why I go shirtless a lot, and it's like I'm just waiting for Hollywood to make me my superhero suit." And then in I want to say December 2018, he goes, "Okay, Marvel, are we going to talk about hashtag Shang Chi?" And then on the day of the announcement, he goes, "Thanks for getting back to me." <laughs> so, so it's uh... shoot your shot. If you're trying to get cast in a Marvel movie, just tweet it at them. Literally. And so this blurb comes from uh, our folks over at Inverse from Ali Gamel. So, yeah. Oh, about the, about, yeah. about the... About, yeah. Yeah, So... He's in um, Kim's Convenience, which is, I think, on Netflix. A little sitcom show on Netflix. Um, I think it's a Netflix original. I don't know what... I, I have no idea what it originally comes from but it's pretty funny i've seen a few episodes yeah so um, it's, it's gonna so be directed by destin daniel cretton cretton i don't know <laughs> Crete. i'm struggling c-r-e-t-t-o-n is not cretton c-r-e-e-t okay maybe it is cretton anyways so creton cretton crouton <laughs> stop we're being mean now so person. i hope they don't listen um, to the podcast. so the villain is interesting so the villain was announced as the mandarin and oh yeah obviously we saw like a fake version of the mandarin in iron man 3 uh Two. but the villain Three? of shang chi will be Three. the mandarin played by right. tony lung uh previously in the mcu a false mandarin was introduced in iron man 3 that fake mandarin was apprehended by the real mandarin and his organization the 10 rings uh so he could be removed and the real mandarin later step into the limelight now it seems the time is right for the real mandarin to step forward so which is interesting uh but apparently he's more of an iron man villain uh, so the Mandarin and the Ten Rings will undoubtedly figure into Shang-Chi. It's just a matter of how the enemies will be connected. Um, but yeah. Interesting. So no plot has been confirmed yet. Uh, and, and he was literally just cast, so I'm assuming yeah. that. Which so. is, in- I feel like they, I don't know, February, oh, February 2021, they got some time. Yeah, no, they do. And, uh, so we'll see. I mean, this looks promising. And, uh, <laughs> so sure. the next movie on the slate is WandaVision, which comes out spring 2021. Uh, sorry, not movie. I guess it's... No, it's a TV show? Movie? It's a, t- it's a show. It's a show. Um, and that's coming to Disney+, Plus, which takes place after Endgame. And a med put, but how? So I'm sitting <laughs> here like, laughing. for real, how? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they recreate Vision? Maybe, but then it's not the real Vision that she fell in love with. Maybe the whole story of the show is... How do you re-fall in love with a microwave? I don't know. Stop! Oh my god, a microwave? 
<laughs> he's basically just an appliance. He's oh weird. my god, he's just <laughs> like, an appliance. It's like someone falling in love with like Alexa. You mean like her? Literally. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there was a movie about that, huh? Anyways, wow. Ahmed stealing ideas. Her. FBI arrest him. Wow, they're gonna come busting in through the doors. Anyways. Um, another Disney Plus show is Loki, coming out also in spring 2021. Has the ugliest logo I've ever seen. Every letter is like a completely different design. Just Google Loki Disney Plus logo. Um, but besides that, I think it'll be interesting. Apparently, I I don't know if this was still confirmed or if they talked about this at San Diego at all, but um, I know in the past that they had talked about it taking place in like different, like each episode is a different like major event that's happened. Um and, Ooh. like, how Loki kind of played a part in it. So, like, kind of jump around time, which explains the logo because every letter of the logo is, like, a different kind of time period style or design. So, I don't know. It should be interesting. But I'm more excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which comes out also in spring 2021, May 7th specifically, um, because it's apparently going to be the MCU's first horror movie. And I don't know if they really mean, like, legitimate horror movie or just, like, is a little spooky, like the Halloween episode of a cartoon. But I'm like really the Halloween it's episode actually... of Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah, or, like, Friends or literally any of those. Um, but I'm hoping that it's, like, legitimately an actual horror movie. And it's also going to have the Scarlet Witch. So that should be interesting to see our two MCU wizards kind of teaming up. But yeah. Uh, I'm excited then, for that one. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Because I didn't really... I mean, I'm not, not a fan of Doctor Strange. The first movie was good, but it wasn't like my favorite. So I don't know. I'm excited for a different take on him. Um, and then we have What If, the animated series. Uh, and I'm pretty sure... Let me pull up a, a summary of this because I don't want to misspeak but i'm pretty sure it's like a they kind of pose different scenarios uh yeah it's for like different what heroes. if like what if i don't know ahmed joined the avengers but it's like people that <laughs> people that matter are not us so wow i'm just telling Let's you how see. it is uh it's so there uh, there were comics called what the what if um and it's a celestial being wait what a celestial being tacked with watching the events of the Marvel Universe unfold without involving himself. Something. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I guess it'll be an anthology format, and each episode will be, like, a different kind of situation. And it's kind of like... Like, the debut issue of the comics was, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Um, later stories were like, what if Jane Foster had found the Hammer of Thor? Uh, what if Hulk had the brain of Bruce Banner? Etc., uh, etc. Et so, kind of like, just different little scenarios but it's all animated so it won't be starring your favorite actors in those roles but should still be good i wonder if they'll be voiced at least maybe i don't know i don't know who knows i guess we'll find out summer 2021 and then <laughs> fall 2021 hawkeye who asked <laughs> i i don't understand it's it well it's funny because it, like i don't know i guess i always considered hawkeye and black widow to be like the lesser of the avengers because she doesn't well, they, they both don't have this big appeal, but I always felt like Black Widow had a certain level of appeal, especially like kids, where like you had kids dressing up as Black Widow and whatever. So Yeah, I don't know. Hawkeye's like very whatever to me. I'm sure he was way cooler in the comics and maybe this will be his redemption, his own superhero or his own series where he can finally shine. But I don't know. Did y'all know that Jeremy Renner has a singing career? <laughs> You should go look him up on Spotify. Oh my god. <laughs> See what he's doing in his in his free time between between Endgame and uh and his Disney Plus series. His his music should be snapped. <laughs> it's uh there's a few remixes that are good. Last there's one specific remix that's good. But song. certainly not least. Thor, Love and Thunder. Ugh. Confirmed so much to us. I am so excited. So this Tessa is... Thompson comes out. And she goes, as king, Valkyrie will need her queen. And everyone's like, hello, Mr. Obama? What's happening? It's crazy. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, so this was this was pretty wild. That was the big bombshell. And then the fact that Natalie Portman is back and is wielding Thor's hammer as Lady Thor. It's a wild time. I don't it's know. There's so much alive. happening. I'm, I'm curious, does this mean... That she's gonna take over like the mantle of Thor, like, and is this gonna be like Chris Hemsworth's last Thor movie, or 
Like, is he no longer going to be Thor and he's going to pass on the role? Or are they both going to coexist as Thor and Lady Thor? I don't know. Thorette. <laughs> Thorette! I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the, the comic book arc that this is referencing. Taika did say specifically that it's it's based off of, um, I think it's like the Mighty Thor or something like that. Um, but I don't know what... Which means nothing to us, yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil myself for it, so I'm not going to look it up. But Taika obviously is directing this one again. Bring us back to the light. Make a good Thor movie with Natalie Portman in it, because the first two are garbage. Well, the second was garbage. The first one was fine. Um, but yeah, I am super excited. And this was also confirmed to happen before Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So I didn't um, see that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. which is interesting. So I guess timeline-wise, maybe we'll see a Guardians cameo in this one. Oh, please. Because technically, Thor left with them. So who knows? I don't know. That's a minor spoiler for Endgame if you haven't seen it yet, which I don't know how you haven't. But Wow, sure. it's already it's already surpassed Avatar, so we're good. Yeah, I think we're done now. There's no more spoilers. They literally posted an end, uh, a deleted scene for Endgame actually just today uh, that's like, the major spoiler at the end it's like publicly on twitter on all these like news sites so if you haven't seen it by this point like please the major spoiler at the end anyways i don't know i'll look it up you go ahead anyways um while you're looking that up kevin feige also announced uh well he didn't announce but he at the end of the panel he's like we didn't have time to talk about black panther 2 we didn't have time to talk about captain marvel 2 we didn't have time to talk about guardians 3 we didn't have time to talk about fantastic 4 which is exciting because they're finally bringing that in-house after two failed attempts um, from Fox, basically. And they didn't have time to talk about any X-Men things. <laughs> Paul said, Kevin Feige, bringer of death. Um, but they did have time for one more announcement. They brought out Mahershala Ali, who is... He was already in the MCU technically, but I guess based on this announcement, that doesn't count anymore. Um, he already played uh, Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Um, and he's also famous for a host of other things. He's been in like every major movie, including Green Book and Moonlight and all these other movies. Um, but he is going to star as Blade in the Blade movie. He put on a little Blade hat and everyone lost their minds. Um, not me, because I haven't seen the original Blade movies nor read any Blade comics, but I do know it's vampires and I love a vampire. So it's very much up my alley. Um, one day I'll watch the old versions and maybe catch up. Maybe I'll read a comic book or two and figure out what's going on. But No. <laughs> no. Comic books? Unrealistic. Um, There's and one... so much happening. When you type in, like, Kevin Feige or... I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this real? I saw something that where he said uh, Kevin Feige promises that Fantastic Four... Uh, MCU Fantastic Four would be better than Fox's. I mean, I feel like... The bar's set pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard not to. Um, and yeah, I guess one more. To, this wasn't necessarily from San Diego Comic-Con, but this is kind of a reminder to everyone. I don't know. This wasn't really news news, but um, remember how Disney owns literally everything? Um, so I guess Kevin Feige officially has control of Deadpool and all other um, previously Fox Marvel properties. So it'll be very interesting to see what Phase 5, I guess, will bring us because they're that's none of that's clearly happening in phase four well maybe it's possible we'll see a cameo here or there or like probably a cameo yeah i I could yeah but yeah this is interesting not unrealistic but interesting yeah i mean why would it be unrealistic but it'll be interesting to see how if well because deadpool has always played with like breaking the fourth wall and being like what timeline is this ha 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 and like it literally calling out actor names in the movies when he's like oh is it um is it uh god what's that guy's name who the two actors that play professor x professor whatever his name is oh i know you're talking about um james mcavoy and patrick stewart and he's like oh is it james mcavoy or patrick stewart what timeline is this so it'll be pretty funny to see how they play with that because i'm sure they will and ryan reynolds i feel like he writes a lot of these stuff so um it'll be interesting to see how they how they bring in deadpool and how he like calls that out i guess the whole timeline nonsense if he says like oh disney bought fox specifically i hate that yeah. voice just so you know what voice Disney bought fox yeah there you go that <laughs> that's one. my favorite voice anyways um i think that about wraps up our marvel san Diego coverage taking up literally more than half the episode 
Um, but yeah, any questions, <laughs> Paul? Before we move on, um, yes, we have any a question from comments? the audience. Uh, pa- paging Mr. Kanye. In. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's your voice now. That's you. Nope. Oh my God. Was All right. No, um, no questions. Just pure excitement. Yes. Bring on the MCU. I love it. Yeah, we're gonna have a basically a full year break, I guess. Now, well, not a full year, but a good ten months. Nothing, nothing for the um, for the holiday season here in terms of Marvel, but we have Star Wars, so that's fine. I think we'll survive. It's fine. It is all fine. We'll get Toy Story five, and then everything will be okay. Please no. It's over now. No, <laughs> please He's here forever. Please stop. Um, speaking of nothing related to this, to wrap out our or wrap up our inf- or, wow wrap up our entertainment section before we jump into games. Um, once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's latest film, is officially out. And our good friend Eric Francisco tweeted this very funny tweet. He says, spoiler f- <laughs> spoiler-free tweet review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not only does Quentin Tarantino love feet, he loves dirty feet. So that's all you need to know about that movie. But it does have an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, though, so it's probably not terrible. Repulsive. <laughs> Speaking of feet and toes... Jumping this into is the so section. weird. Why did you put this in here? Because it's important. So Sigma is the new tank hero in Overwatch. And I was actually just playing him on the PTR. And he's pretty interesting. I'm sure he's going to shake up kind of the Overwatch meta. Um, but he has his toes out. And they're really long, like freakishly disgusting looking finger toes. Look them up. I don't like them. They're not Christian. Um, this is a big yikes also because when people are like, why are his toes out? When he's wearing like a literal giant like reinhardt size suit of armor and the designers were like well we're selling like the asylum look because he kind of like went mad or whatever he like studied black holes and lost his mind um and he's like oh they make you take off your shoes when you're in asylum and it's like first of all why would he have time to put on a full suit of armor but not shoes second of all they let you wear socks in asylums so that's not even correct and third of all they literally could have just said like he doesn't need them because he floats he doesn't actually like walk on the ground. He kind of floats like Zenyatta. Anyways, someone on Reddit said that they should have made his feet his crit box instead of his head, and I laughed at that. But anyways, besides his toes, um, he seems pretty interesting to play. I was playing him for a little bit, and I couldn't really get the hang of him, but I'm sure that he'll be interesting when you actually have like, a good team composition. Um, he is a shield tank, so that now you have another option instead of just Orisa or Reinhardt to have a good shield on your team. Um, and with his ultimate, it's really cool. He kind of lifts everyone up off the ground in like a certain radius for like a few seconds. Um, so this is really good at breaking up like if there's a Bastion centered behind an Orisa shield with a Mercy and you like can't get past that shield because Orisa can constantly put it down. You kind of just lift them all up and then like someone can ult on, like a McCree can ult on them or something. And it's a uh, really cool um, play in that sense. So I'm excited to play him. Uh, we should play him on PTR after this episode if you have time we should i'm gonna look up his toes right now so i can be well informed <laughs> they're really gross looking like they are long for no reason and they're kind of just like dangling down like his feet aren't like overwatch <laughs> fans are obsessed with sigma's feet here we go <laughs> it's not right like they re- that was a choice that they made they said hey what if we put this man in a giant suit of armor, but his little nasty-ass red-looking toes are just hanging at the bottom, dangling the, in the wind. This wind. post literally says, HD Sigma feet for your Sigma feet <laughs> needs. <laughs> Do you see how long and gross they look? Stop. I'm literally looking at them right now. <laughs> They're so weird. They're really not They're that so bad. Weird. I expect something a lot worse. They're weird. They the, look the like The asylum Winston. look? In the asylum, they drag your toes and make them longer? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, literally, just why couldn't they have put socks on this man? Anyways, moving on. Past <sighs> Ahmed's foot fetish and Overwatch. I don't have a foot fetish. Quentin Tarantino does. <laughs> Anyways, go Nintendo on. Nintendo and the Joy-Con Drift Massacre. So, Nintendo, it's been a lot of debacles about Joy-Con Drift and people's Joy-Cons drifting in a direction. And Actually, I haven't had this ha- issue until literally last night when I was playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And I was like, um, hello? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, mine has the same problem. But it's only occasionally. It's not like permanent. Yeah. So Nintendo is now replacing slash fixing those for free. They previously were charging, I think, f- 
I don't know, four dollars to ship it back or something, or some people said forty. So I don't know what's it's true. It's definitely forty because when I I had an issue with my Joy-Con, like the SL button stopped working, and um, I sent it back. And like I called them, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be forty dollars to repair." And I'm like, mm, "Cool, I'll just buy new ones." And they're like, "Hold on, wait, we'll do it for free." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." So. Yeah. So there's an internal memo that got out that pretty much said, "If people call in about Joy-Con issues, just fix it." Good. Good to hear. Yeah. But, so they're, yeah, they're doing I think the right thing. They were afraid of the. There was like a class action lawsuit looming over it, and I think people were freaking out about that. So, or and, Nintendo and, was freaking out. And about it probably that. doesn't even cost that much too. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When Joy-Cons cost $80 at retail, who knows how much they're actually worth. Speaking of overpriced controllers, like the Elite Pro controller. Um, well, the, <laughs> have to do the, Elite, the Elite controller. Xbox is redesigning their dashboard and removing Cortana. Rest in pieces. So, now you can't even say Xbox on anymore. Wow. When I've never done that. So <laughs> this one comes from Xbox.com. Uh, new approaches to home and Xbox voice commands roll out to Xbox insiders. So they're evolving home, and they said changes to voice commands on Xbox One last fall. Uh, so they integrated the Xbox skill for Cortana and Alexa-enabled devices. We do use that. Alexa, stop. Anyways, she's listening. <laughs> she's always listening. Uh, so that that's a lot cooler than using Cortana. So anyways, there's... Always uh, watching, Mike was asking. You can't talk to Cortana via your headset. But you can use the Xbox skill for Cortana via the Cortana app. So, anyways, it's just... Which means no one's ever going to do that. Too much work. Why? By yeah. that time, I could have clicked my buttons and got done what I needed to get done. Exactly. Um, I mean, maybe I guess it still exists for, like, folks with accessibility needs, I guess. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah. than that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's just, well, if anything, it's making it harder for them. But Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, in a very surprising fashion, Doom 1, 2, and 3 are all available on Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. So these yeah. are the original Doom games. Um, this was kind of leaked out, apparently. Um, it went into the eShop early, um, and then it was officially confirmed like a few hours later at QuakeCon 2019. Oh, um, that's why. Out. Okay, QuakeCon was today. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's not totally like out of the blue, but it kind of, kind of is. I don't know. It's so yeah. weird. I mean, I don't know. I just... Oh, Doom 3 looks interesting. Anyways. I've never played any of these original ones. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We I used to play won't. the original Doom, and it's just very aged. It but is. it's like a classic, so... I mean, yeah, it's kind of like invented first-person shooters. Yeah. So it has its place in history. Yeah, so... It's exciting. It is yeah. exciting. I don't know. I think they're like five dollars each, and then Doom Three is ten dollars, I think, or seven dollars. I don't know. Officially twenty-five years old, I think. No, sorry. The original Doom is um, is twenty-five years old. It's Doom's twenty-fifth anniversary. Um, oh, and, uh, yeah. That's Doom. that's what they're being released for. It's to celebrate. This is all courtesy of Nintendo Life. That, yeah. By the way, we're like just grabbing bits and pieces from this article. Yeah. So Doom Three was the one that was released on the original Xbox, and that was like a huge deal. And then I don't think it was very good. Oh. Well, rest in peace. Pretty much. I don't even remember Doom Three. So it's like an actual like 3D game. It's not like a. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, not. Yeah, it came out in 2014. Okay. Or 2004, not 2014. Ahmed, please. I can't talk you know this i know i don't have a mouth i don't have teeth so uh (laughs) let's jump to the bottom before we hit the next one so fire emblem is getting pretty good reviews and wolfenstein youngblood is getting pretty not so pretty reviews yeah fire emblem got uh, a 9.5 on ign was it yeah you're gonna buy that with your voucher instead no because i looked into it and i i I genuinely do not like turn-based strategy games amen and this is literally like an extreme game of chess and it's like oh you thought that the original fire emblem games were customizable this one's even more so and i'm like and that's stressful exactly (laughs) it's like you can customize everything okay great yeah i'm like i don't want to and apparently you can like skip things and like they'll do it for you but then it's like why even bother playing the game then like yeah no this is just a good time waster that you don't have time for, so don't do it. Genuinely do not. 
it's kind of like Dragon Age. Like, people are obsessed with Dragon Age, and I wanted to like it, and I tried playing it. And it's not even turn-rate strategy. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like playing Dungeons and Dragons in real life. And it's too much. Like, I don't know. You're controlling too much. It's kind of like God mode. I don't know. It's a lot. I can't do it. I can't handle it. It's just not for me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax a minute. It's okay. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> Wolfenstein Youngblood Anyways. is... Uh... Was a co-op game? What well, was? Is a co-op game? It was. Rest it in was. Peace. It's my only. It's only a thirty-dollar game, so it's not. I mean, I guess my expectations are a little bit lower because it's only a thirty-dollar game, but apparently it didn't do so hot either, and it's just not fun and it's all flawed. So you say it's not doing so hot, but it has an eight out of ten on Gamespot. Oh really? Yeah. You lying? Lying to a, the viewers. Lying to listeners. It got us. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's sitting at six on Steam, but it, Steam reviewers, I don't trust them. Yeah, it has a 6.5 on IGN. And what... Let's see. Oh, did you hear that Sprint and T-Mobile got confirmed? They approved the merger? I did, which is shocking. And I'm worried, but whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Clearly nothing. Completely unrelated to anything. I know, right? Um, Well, I pulled up the... uh, I tried to get to Metacritic, and that's where... Oh, here we go. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Is an advertisement. That's good. Hold on. <laughs> well, GameSpot said the good, thrilling, challenging combat encounters, um, light RPG elements to spice up the solid gunplay, bright, charming, and unapologetic attitude from Jess Sof, Sof, and Abby, um, seamless co-op system and a decent AI partner for solo players, um, the bad lack of variety in side missions and additional activities, and limited use of co-op for gameplay features. I don't know what that means because they just said a seamless co-op system. So, sure. What um, are what are the switch reviews? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. I'm probably never gonna buy this, so <laughs> don't expect me to play co-op with you on Switch. If you buy it on Switch, let's see. It's Wolfenstein. too late. It's been bought. Did you? No, you. Didn't. No, I didn't. Come on, get it together. Let's see. Metacritic for Switch. Ooh, user score, 3.7. No, there's a reason for that. I, I, I just left that page. Were people, like, review bombing it? People were review bombing it, yeah. Oh, that's good. Where's like there's microtransactions? I don't, that doesn't seem right. Mm, I that's yeah, I think it's people just freaking out. Um, Anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah, this is something that we'll never play, but it doesn't look like it's terrible, terrible. Um Baby yeah, terrible. Six on Destructoid. It's all right. Slightly above average or simply inoffensive. Fans of the genre should enjoy it a bit, but fair few will be left unfulfilled. Yeah, so whatever. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's whatever. We'll all play right. Marvel Ultimate Alliance instead. That's your fun call. Which has a 74% on Metacritic. Um, I liked it. So the last, the last article that we have to share... Um, yeah, go ahead, please yeah. educate me. So Grand Theft Auto Online introduced a diamond casino where you can buy chips with real money, but there's like a certain limit per hour or something like that that you can have. So they regulate like how much you buy, obviously, so you don't spend like a hundred thousand um, dollars. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, so they they restrict how much you can buy, but then to redeem the winnings, like. You win stuff, but it's like cosmetic stuff or more additional in-game currency. But you can't so transfer it back to real money. So it's not like it doesn't work like a real casino where it's like, okay, I've won $200 in e-money and then I'm going to go redeem it for $200, which is probably yeah, yeah. smarter because they jeopardize and people could, I don't know. Oh, yeah, There's no way. That's like literally online gambling at that point. This is a little bit just kind of like an advanced loot box situation. Yeah. Yeah. But... I don't know. So, yeah. That's and then sketchy. This is banned already in a bunch of countries. So. Who is surprised? Which is weird, because weren't um, Overwatch loot boxes banned in, like, Belgium or something? Yes. I want to say. But, like, they have they were fun. Like, what have they done in, in lieu of that? Do you just get coins when you play now to buy things outright? Like I have no idea. I have no idea either. I guess that's something we could research, huh? The internet is a, is a big place. Um, so there's a lot of controversy yeah. around this because people are like, oh, that's this is not good. This is like loot box 2.0. Like, this is really bad. They shouldn't be allowing this. But it's Grand Theft Auto. They're always pushing, like, the limit. And Rockstar is always pushing the limit of, like, how far can we go before, you know, before we break the system. So Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I guess they're being creative with how they're monetizing. Because Grand Theft Auto Online has been around for like a hundred years. years. Oh my god! And it's always at the top of the charts. It is like people. You forget that it exists, but people are still actively playing this. Um, I guess for good reason. Like I'm, I haven't really played too much of Grand Theft Auto Five, but it was. It looks nice. I see some screenshots from time to time. I'm like wow, that's pretty. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see if they kind of port if like this is successful and they kind of port the same functionality over to like red dead online and like an old school saloon kind of casino or something like that i could see that happening maybe i mean if this i'd imagine this can be wildly successful because people enjoy gambling and they enjoy going online and getting that like that rush of oh i won something even if it is like a shirt for your character yeah I don't know. Forza Horizon 4 spoils you because literally every time I open that game, they're like, you've been gifted 16 VIP super wheel spins and like you spin them and you get all this. I basically have unlimited money in that game just for like existing. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> game's a little too easy. Um, but yeah, you don't have to pay a dime for that. Whereas all these other games are like, please give us your coins. Yeah. Well, no, it's I'm a like, good thing that they're giving you stuff. Right? I'd rather that. Like, I can only be so mad at that game considering all of the free stuff free stuff that they've given me um but yeah other than that i think that is it for this week's episode unless there's any more breaking news that's happened since then another short little no short little baby episode i can look real quick yeah 51 minutes isn't a baby episode 30 minutes a baby episode we never had a 30 minute episode those are like spoiler casts this is the part where med says what 30 what are you talking about 15 minutes i've only been recording for 30 what are you talking about? I haven't even hit the record button. This oh my was our god. rehearsal. Can you I had, imagine? I had a nightmare recently that that happened. Oh my god. I had a lot of weird dreams this morning. I don't remember them, but I remember being waking up and being like, what the hell's wrong with me? So, that's Remorse. where I'm at. It's fine. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Assuming that there is no other exciting news no. to talk about, we will let y'all go for the weekend if you... If you're still in the weekend, if you're listening to this late, I don't know, enjoy your Tuesday morning commute. Um, <laughs> we will catch y'all next week with a brand new episode, episode 55. Uh, and yeah, farewell, everyone. This has been episode, or this has been What the Funcast, episode 54, signing off. Peace.